this is Shara Humphreys, and I'm here with Rita Norton. We're recording another episode of Photos with Sharita, our podcast. Good morning, Rita. Good morning, Shara. How are you? I am good, and I am very excited, as always, which I know I say every time, but I'm very excited that we have a guest uh, on the podcast this morning, and our guest is Linda Deppa. Hello, Linda Deppa. Hello, Rita and Shara. We're so glad that you've taken the time to join us on the podcast. And I want to give um, a little introduction about you, and then we're going to jump in about all things photos. So Linda is a certified professional organizer, and she's a founding member of Uncluttered, a professional organizing and photo organizing company based in the greater Seattle, Washington area. Linda and her team of professionals use a personal hands-on approach to help individuals bring order and calm to their homes and photos. Do you travel outside of the Washington area? Um, because just saying all of that, I want you to come to my house and my office right now. I need order and calm in my office. <clears throat> I, I have traveled uh, to Hawaii, to Arizona, to California. So I have traveled to work with clients before in their homes or to move them from a certain state back into Washington. Nice, nice. Well, um, maybe I'll be your first East Coast client. <laughs> we'll talk later. Okay. That would be fun. <laughs> Linda has been so passionate about organizing since childhood and has used her organizing skills throughout her life. For more than two decades, she's organized and managed a variety of projects, both small and large, for her clients. And you just heard that. I mean, moving people back and forth from different states on the West Coast. Linda's mission in life is living life to the fullest while inspiring others. She has driven an 18-wheeler, drove a car over 126 miles an hour, jumped out of a plane twice, and just jumped off the stratosphere in Las Vegas, 850 feet off the ground. Oh, my goodness. I know you are a bit of a wild child, but um, that's a lot. And tell us more about what what inspires you to do that? And then in turn, of course, that inspires others like uh, your your zeal for life. Well, I think it goes back to I was in a car accident in 1999 and had a near death experience during one of the surgeries after the car accident, trying to fix an issue that I had with my body. And that was the point where I decided, you know what, you have to live life to the fullest every day because each the present is a gift and we need to experience things and live life and enjoy it on a daily basis, not just, oh, when I retire or not just, oh, when I, you know, when I'm done doing this, you need to just make it a priority to pick a couple things off your life list. Um, some people call it a bucket list. I call it a life list because I don't plan on dying anytime soon and just start picking things off every year to start doing. So it's kind of, these are the big things that I've done, but I've taken dance lessons. We've done cooking classes. We've done all sorts of things to, you know, small things uh, too, to just live life to the fullest every day. I love that. And I love, you're just like one of the highest energy people I know. You just bring good energy to the room and to everything you do. So um, kudos to you for doing that. And uh, it's a good reminder for listeners to just seize the day and do the things that they maybe have been putting off or always dreamed of. So love that. Thanks for sharing that. All right. Now we're going to jump right into all things photos because, of course, it's uh, our favorite topic. And we always ask our guests, how many 
photos are on your phone. It's just our little icebreaker. And I don't know, we always like to compare. It's uh, People always ask, uh, you know, is this the biggest collection? And, oh, I don't want to tell you how many photos are on my phone. So we think as photo organizers, to we, we should be transparent and, and give the goods on what we have on our phones. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I looked last night because I wanted to know the solid number that was on my phone. I have 8,771 photos and 242 videos. Nice. Nice. On my and, phone. and they're all backed up, right? Oh, yeah. They're backed up um, in Dropbox and in iCloud. So I have two backups just of my phone photos because that's what I carry with me the most. And if I lost those, I would be totally heartbroken. But I can say that those that are in my phone, probably only mm, two or three hundred of those are not organized into separate files by date and chronologically. So I can find things quickly. Right, right. Good. Good to hear. We just like to know that, you know, I think most of us, uh, well, I think, I hope everyone walks the talk, right? That we, we back up, back up, back up. That's the first step in the photo organizing universe to make sure we get all of our things backed up. So now I'm going to turn it over to Rita and let her ask you a couple of questions uh, about photos and, and your tips as a photo organizer. So, Linda, I... I love everything you said, too, and I love the idea of a life list versus a bucket list. That's inspiring in itself. For your photos that are on your camera roll, I'm just curious because you are well organized. Do you utilize, and I pretty much know your answer to this, but do you utilize the favorites um, on your phone so that out of that 8,700 number, you have your you can quickly find favorite ones to share with, you know, your kids or your husband or whomever. Well, I might surprise you on my answer is I don't <laughs> have favorites. <laughs> okay. So, because they're organized, they're organized into files into Dropbox. And because I have to show clients before and after pictures on my phone, I have Dropbox set up so I can go straight into my phone and find the pictures that are super important to me mm -hmm. or that are the before and afters or that are the before and afters of the photo projects or whatever it is. So I have them organized in Dropbox and my iCloud is just my backup of what's on my phone. But my Dropbox is where I keep my photos to grab quickly to show clients or to share with my family or et cetera, et cetera. Right. So I like how your, your camera roll, though, is sort of it's, it's organized in itself for both your client work and showing them before afters and other applicable information and then your favorites for your or, or organize them for you be able you being able to easily share photos with your family. So very cool. I wanna I, I wanna yeah. say something about that because of Dropbox. Um so I think I understand that you're organizing in Dropbox by folders. Is that right? And then when you use your phone to show things, do you go to the Dropbox app instead of your camera roll? It's always interesting yeah. to hear different little ways people do this? I go to the Dropbox app because I have files in there that are organizing products, photo organizing products, gotcha. so I can show like clients of that. And then I have the before and afters of my residential organizing. And then I have my trips all organized by date so I can find them quickly if I'm looking for a specific picture. Yeah. Um, so, and then I have like the recipes file when I'm cooking in Dropbox, so I can pull it up on mm -hmm. my phone or on my iPad and have my recipe right there. So yeah. I use Dropbox so, as my main org sorting organizing area after I've well, sorted. That's one of our favorites. So I, I love that. And I love to hear that, um, you know, there's different ways to do it, but so your camera roll really is just that it's just that roll with over 8,000. I 
when you were painting that picture <laughs> to read it, I was thinking it's a great example for a client because that's how a client feels. Like, here's my camera roll and oh my gosh, it has 5,000 pictures and I can't find anything. And you have um, a, di- a little bit different way to do it, which is you organize in Dropbox, which renames the files by date and time, which is one of our favorites. We've talked about that in different episodes on the podcast. And then um, you go there to see your organization. Yep. Nice. And that way the client, when I'm showing them, the client seeing how I'm utilizing Dropbox and then they want something like that. Nice. Yeah, I love nice. that. So it's just, yeah. it's like I'm walking my talk with my client. Yeah. So here's yeah. my stuff and this is how I have it organized and this is how I want to organize yours. So it's either, I use um, one client I have, I use OneDrive for, she likes OneDrive. So uh-huh. stuff on OneDrive and she can find it. It's very similar to Dropbox. And- yeah. Yeah. Well, great. It's a great demo. So I love that. I love that. And you're doing it yourself. So, okay. Yeah, okay so As you know, back- I like to butt in, but um, I'll, <laughs> I'll keep going. Staying on the topic of photos, obviously, Linda sent us a very sweet photo that the listeners, you listeners, will be able to see when you go to the show notes page. And Linda, I love you to tell our listeners a little bit about your favorite photo that they're going to be able to see when they go to the show notes page. First of all, the question of send us your favorite photo for a photo organizer, that is torture. It was really hard to narrow down because I have a lot of favorite photos for different things. So narrowing that down was a little difficult for me because I I have tons of favorite photos. Um, So the one that's on there is the one of my husband and my son and my daughter when she was first born. And my son, before she was born, um, said that we needed to name her Tomato Turtle Head. That was going to be her name. I don't know how he came up with that. He even wrote it down on a post-it note. He was uh, under four. So his writing was just scratch and I still have that post-it note, but that's what he wanted to name her. So he got to see Tomato Turtle Head, AKA Raya, my daughter, um, for the first time. And that was one of the first pictures of my three favorite people together in the hospital. And he just adores her. Even to this day, they're really good friends. They just got back from a trip going to Europe together. Um, and I love it that my kids are friends as adults. They would, he loved her and they loved each other as little ones. They fought like crazy in the middle and now they're really good friends again. So it's just, that just touches my heart looking at that because I know, I know what their relationship is now, 24 years later from that picture. And it just, it just moves me. And those are my three favorite, favorite people in that picture. Well, and I tell you the, because I'm looking at the photo right now, and the eyes, your son's eyes, oh my gosh, they just speak volumes of yeah. what he's feeling. And that's just the sweetest. I understand why it's, you know, one of, I, I know, many of your favorites, but it's quite precious. So uh, thank you for digging through and, and selecting that one. And I love that they're friends today. It kind of reminds me of my own story with my brother. It's, I mean, I'm not sure if he, you know, doted on me when I was, we were only 13 months apart when we were little, but certainly the fighting in the middle absolutely happened. And now we're, you know, we're not besties. We don't travel together, but we're certainly significantly closer than we were in our teen and high school years. So anyway, uh, okay. So now we're going to, I love that. So now we're going to shift just a little bit to talk about your favorite photo organizing tips. 
that you like to share with a client who you may or may not be working with, right? So someone might call you and ask you a couple questions and you realize, ah, this isn't going to work out or, or they don't want to um, make the investment at this point in time. What are some really favorite photo tips that you share with, you know, that a potential client and maybe clients that you are currently working with? Okay, so some of my favorite photo tips are, first of all, like we always tell our clients, back up, back up, back up three times. Mm -hmm. So I always encourage them to gather all of their photos, go through their house, find where they all are, because a lot of times they're in cold, dank places where they should not be. I'm like, and, or they're in really hot places like attics. I'm like, get those photos out of your attics, get them out of your basements, get them to a cool, dry place for them to be stored. And that way you can really see what you have in the collection. And then anything digital, um, you need to back it up three times. That's super important because I can speak for myself. I've had a laptop die. I've had the extra backup die at the same time. I lost two backups at one point and went, oh my gosh. And I had my third backup to save me because I've also lost a laptop that wasn't backed up years ago. And I lost my daughter's baptismal pictures, which was heartbreaking. I lost about six months worth of pictures when my daughter was younger. And it is absolutely heartbreaking when that happens. Um, and at, at the time, of course, I didn't have the money to go send it to the clean room to recover those photos. So I just lost them. Um, so I always tell people, find all your collection, get it together so you can see what you have, and then get that stuff backed up. Get it protected. Get it to dry places so that it's not getting damaged. Check your reel-to-reels and make sure they don't smell like vinegar, that you don't have to get them backed up right now. Um, you know, so those are some of the tips that I give. That's the first tip that I give is, of course, the backup, which I'm sure we all do when we're working with a client the first time. The second tip is probably, um, I've written down two, three other tips that, uh, besides that one that I really like. And so let's just, the next two tie. I tell them to get a Nixplay digital photo frame because they can get that hooked up pretty fast. And we all have smartphones, most of us. I, I rarely see people walking around without them anymore. Get the pictures that at least are on your phone, get the app, and get those up onto a frame where you can start enjoying and seeing them. Because what that's going to do is get you connected back to those memories and make you want to see the past memories even more. And it will encourage you to work on this project quicker, either with yourself or with a professional that can help you get them organized. Because if you can get the client connected to the stories and connected to the pictures and reliving those amazing memories from, you know, people that have gone in the have passed away or with your kids when they were younger, you know, those times where you're laughing together or you went on a trip and act silly, get those seen. You are going to get that client connected and wanting to get their photos organized even faster. It's the emotional connection to the photos because our photos are windows to our past and emotions and memories that we've had that we, if we can get them reconnected, they're going to want to work sooner on their project. The third I'm, thing, I'm, wait, before you go to go three, Jump in because that's what I do best. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to talk about that digital frame for just a minute because it's so in the middle of my life. Um, my in-laws were here for two weeks. Yes, I said two weeks in um, for Thanksgiving um, from Texas. And it was really interesting because, number one, just the things that you just said made me think of this. My mother-in-law still has a flip phone. Yes, that is true and will not, you know, will not change. But my father-in-law has a smartphone. So that that's fine. Um, and, you know, that works. But I had never 
given them a digital frame. You know, shame on me. But uh, a lot of times it just, for them, I just wasn't sure if it was something they would enjoy or not. What was I thinking? I mean, so it's so close to us. So I not only loaded the Thanksgiving pictures and that we just had taken because we took a little trip to North Carolina, but then I put the digital frame out and I showed them the pictures from my husband's 60th birthday slideshow from last year, which they'd seen already. But now I put all the photos on the digital frame. Oh, my goodness. That was a little bit slow of me as a photo organizer. They <laughs> loved it. It was. It's like watching TV. And I want to say for the older generation, it's better than... You know, putting things on the TV because we did look at photos on Apple TV at the house and, and that, but it's something, there's something about it because it's just the right size for them to sit down and look at it and they don't have to push buttons. It doesn't have a touch screen. It does have a remote, but you know, it just is an easy way for them to look at pictures and also pause, stop and start. Right. So I just, you know, here I am another plug for next play. They don't pay. They're not paying me to say that uh, we're, we're believers and it is such a great way to get some kind of instant gratification from the old and new. I mean, they, when, when I played the Thanksgiving, she goes, you already have Thanksgiving on this. <laughs> you know, it was two days late. I go, yeah, it, it's super easy. And so it really was. And so Love that tip. And, you know, our listeners have heard us say it before and we'll say it again because we are huge fans as well of that Nick's Playframe. And there are other brands, but we did a comparison and that's the one that we love the most. So um, I just wanted to endorse that, too. <laughs> so now you can keep oh, going. Yeah. Nick's, <laughs> Nick's Play is amazing. I cannot say enough about it. And the great thing about it is exactly what Shara said is that their families are connecting. So I have a 55-inch TV my living room and it's um, above my fireplace and the only thing it does is it plays photos through Apple TV like Shara brought up and what's really interesting is we have a lot of family events at our house and my father-in-law grew up in an orphanage for 10 years in Minnesota and so pictures we have only a few pictures but pictures will pop up on that TV and he'll start telling the younger generations about whatever it is that's on that picture, and then it leads to other stories. So not only does the next play give you enjoyment of reconnecting with those memories, but it helps take um, the stories from generation to generation to generation, because as soon as the, the older people see it, they're like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen that picture in 30 years, and here's the story that goes with it. Yeah, I exactly. love that play. I love Apple TV. It's about getting the pictures out of the boxes and reconnecting your clients with the memories from the past. It's, yeah. I love it. I also love the that story you just told, Linda, about how your um was it your your father in law? Yes. Your father in law, right? So this this bond, it's all of a sudden a new way to build a bond and, and sort of gap that generational gap, right? So sometimes kids with grandparents, great grandparents, like they you know, they don't know what to talk about. They feel like they're worlds apart and yet a photo can bring you right back as if you were, you know, right there with them. So I think it's such a beautiful connection piece that, I don't know, generations are probably sorely missing today. So I love that little story you just told. Oh, thank you. I, I, I just cannot say enough about a digital frame and a family. I have sold probably 
40 of the next play digital frames to clients or got oh, them purchased for them because I believe in them that much. Yeah. Love that. Love that. So well, it's a what, big wow. It's yeah. a big wow for people. So um, thanks for sharing that. Absolutely. All right. Tip number three. Yep. Um, my big one is sit down with family members, aging family members, uh, because there's a lot of pictures probably that you have that you've gotten passed down that you don't know who those people are in those pictures. I, you know, I meet with a lot of clients and they're like, yeah, I don't know who that is. And I didn't have time to ask my mom before she passed away or talk to my dad about that. So I'm not really sure who that is in that picture. Um, so if you have eight, you know, vintage pictures, sit down with your parents and start, start talking about them. Don't end up with a box of photos. You're like, yeah, I don't know anybody in those pictures. I, I have no idea what those are because your family history is your family history. And a lot of times people don't even realize the stories that are in their families until they sit down with the older generation and then they start talking about them. A perfect example is I have a client that um, she had always heard a story that her great grandfather had built a cross that was used in Vatican ceremonies, like in Italy at the Vatican. And so her mom had passed away and we started sorting through her pictures and we found pictures of the cross with her grandpa's business card. We saw pictures of the cross in the Vatican that had been her grandfather had had stuffed in a box. We found pictures of the cross being used in a Vatican ceremony in the big square at the Vatican or I don't even know what the technical term is for that area but it was amazing and she goes i had always always heard the story but i've never seen the pictures to prove it so i wasn't sure if it was true or not she goes i wish i would have found these pictures before my mom passed away so i could have gotten more information on it so it's a story lost i mean they have parts of it but a huge part of that story is lost because she was never able to talk to her mom to hear about the stories that the grandfather had told when he was alive so don't lose those moments sit down with the aging parents and start finding out who these people are and get a acid you know the the archival pencil to write it on the back of the picture so that information stays with that picture and the next generations know what those stories are and I would add to that, and I mean, man, you know, that that tip alone is worth its weight in gold if we can get these stories from the older generation. And we all know that, and we work with clients to do exactly that. Um, one of the other easy things to do is just hit record, use the voice recorder or even the, the camera app and um, hit video, you know, whatever is easiest because some people don't know where their little voice recorder is on their phone. But anyway, just hit record when they start talking because then you'll get voice stories and you can have those transcribed into albums later too. But just um, to make it the most, or not the most, the least intimidating setting you can, that they just talk because that is what happens when you bring out those photos and they're like, oh, wait, that was when I was in school. And, you know, and they start telling things. So somebody hit record, please. Absolutely. And it captures their voices, which are gone. I just found, I found a recording of my grandfather's voice and he's been gone now for 20 years and Mm -hmm. to hear his voice again was so emotional. And it just felt me, you know, filled me with this warm, lovey feeling because I love my grandpa so much. And so it's like, Mm -hmm. I, that was a found treasure, but be purposeful about recording people's voices. I think we're better about it now with the smartphones because people Uh do videos so much. Mm -hmm. So you're getting those voices, but by a, but by the Sony little voice recorder that has a USB in the side, you can plug it into the computer and put it right digitally onto like a hard drive. So that is captured and can't get lost. 
Um, they're not expensive. They're easy to get. And I've been doing that with um, recording my in-laws before something happens and my parents. I'm making sure to record people so I have that. Yes. So those those MP3 files are pretty, pretty spectacular in this day and age. And um, like you just mentioned, Linda, my dad, your grandfather, my dad will be gone 20 years in February and his uh, it would be his 80th birthday on December 10th. So um, I get, you know, it's a bittersweet but beautiful thing that I have some really special things with his voice. And that's we encourage people to do that. So love it. Absolutely. Rita, were you going to add? No. Well, I don't. My I am blessed that my parents are still here and we have actually a recording of my grandma and grandpa on my dad's side of the family where just a family member family member interviewed them. So it was a VHS tape, right? That's obviously been converted into current day so we can continue to view it. And so not only do we have their voice, but we have them talking both in their native language, which was were from Croatia. And that is equally as priceless, but I was going to say that for my parents who are in, in good health, you know, I have, I keep their messages that they leave for me on my phone. I don't delete them because I always have this little fear that I, what if, right? Like I, I want to have that voice always like right with me, not just when I plug in something or, or find a, a you know, a recording or something somewhere else. So I've done that. I've done it with my other family members too. They probably don't know that though. <laughs> well, I, I think I think those is that creepy. I don't know. It's not creepy. I think those memories and and I think we're hyper aware because we work with so many families that have you know lost bits and pieces or even big parts of their lives from not recording or or you know losing a family member before we get to ask the story so um it, it it's it's a real treasure in a family's history and in that you know if we if we put everything that was most important to us in one box could it be done and uh in my in my case I think it could I mean we have a house filled with stuff but what really matters are those photos and memories that's really the only thing that I'd want to make sure, you know, that we grabbed in the fire. And it's not, it's not even, you know, all the photo albums that, and I have plenty, but it, it's, I know everything is backed up on the cloud. If I, if I had to leave my house in an emergency and then it's the treasures of those kinds of recordings and all of that. And the digital world makes that all possible. And that I think is something people need to celebrate instead because I know the older generation gets frustrated with technology and the technology is just helping us to keep the treasures close to us. And, and really it's space saver, right? Like everything digital can fit on a tiny hard drive and be backed up and, you know, off site of your house and all the things that we do as photo organizers, the, the technical pieces make the magic happen that that really technology is just allowing that. So I love it. I love it. I love to hear that. <laughs> so Linda, do you have any other tips that you would like to share? And if you uh, don't, we'll wrap up. But if you have any last bits of wisdom, because what you've shared has been fantastic, we'd, we'd love to share that with our listeners. So my fourth one. 
there's so many tips that you can share. I know. I mean, there's so many things you can talk <laughs> we'll about. We'll make this so be the last one. <laughs> my, but, my, <laughs> but my fourth one is, start, if you're not going to work with a professional organizer to help you do this part of it, start either figuring out if you want to organize your photos in theme or if you want to organize them chronologically. And start, like, go to Costco or go to an office supply store and get a huge box of envelopes and start breaking them into groups like 2014, you know, 2014-07-4. It's 4th of July, you know, 2014. And figure out who the people are in the pictures and write that on the outside of the envelope. So when you do start, if you start scanning in yourself or you do start having a professional scan in, they're going to know exactly when those pictures need to be cataloged and what file they need to go into. So if you start that process now, if you're a do-it-yourselfer, it will save you money with an organizer of having to have them all sorted first. If you can get them sorted and get them organized. Um, I have a tendency to sit down with my clients and work with them on doing just that. It's getting their photos organized. I know some professional organizers go in and take it all out and organize it for the clients. I sit down with them because they're going to have a better idea of the date and who's in the pictures and all of that and get it super organized by date so that the final product is really clean. But the other thing that that does is it reconnects you with your pictures and the stories by doing that. And it makes you want to get them organized that much faster. And hiring a professional or if you do it yourself, it's going to inspire you to keep going because you're seeing pictures. Like yesterday, I had my client go, I don't think I've ever seen that picture. We were working on our digital files. I don't think I've ever seen that picture. I don't remember taking that picture, but oh my gosh, that is the cutest picture of my son I've ever seen. So it's reconnecting with those stories by starting to go through your boxes and get them in order of date and get them in order of events or whatever it is, however you've decided to organize your photos. I, I love that tip, Linda. One of the things I've also done when doing that is sometimes if there starts to be more of a story told with these older photos as you're moving through them, I'll also write that down or have them write it down on an index card and toss it in the envelope during the process yep. because that will help in the future, as you stated. I also do it because I find that often these people who want to do it themselves will get motivated for a period of time and then they lose motivation. And that way, if someone else comes in to help them, whether it be a family member or not, that it's a it's an experience for them at that time too, and both learning because all that information is there and they might have additional stories to add to it. So I find that it can be a really cathartic thing for families, maybe good and bad sometimes, but <laughs> depending upon the stories they might bring up. But it's a wonderful way to, you know, we've been talking so much about reconnecting with photos. Even doing that exercise on your own is a wonderful way to embrace the stories and maybe even enhance them. No, absolutely. Well, absolutely. Um, I want to, I, I of course have a little to add. Um, <clears throat> no surprise. Uh, but but one of the things when you said that, you know, you know, July 2014. So that's for one, I think, segment of our population. And for another, especially the older generation, people who are older than us, and we have adult children, all three of us, and that is to even do it by decade um, so that it feels a little less overwhelming because sometimes people's mind of order and their organizational style that's what stops them. They don't know the dates and even, you know, the, I mean, it's easier for the special events for sure. You can do themes, but people kind of get hung up on the chronological, <clears throat> excuse me, organization. And I say to that, 
you know, even decades is better than nothing. So just get it somewhere close or seasons, right? Seasons. You could say this looks like summer. We don't, it's okay if we don't know if it's 4th of July. So just giving them permission to know that it can be very loose, but that it will help them um, and anyone who helps them. So, and the family members together thing, which can be magical stuff, also can be super frustrating because they start you know, going down memory lane with a picture and then they don't feel like they got much done if they inherited someone's collection. So that's where a professional photo organizer comes in. You can have a more objective person help you sort um, more quickly. And so if you want to find a professional photo organizer, we'll put, uh, we have a directory and we'll put that on the show notes page as well. Um, but, you know, fam- family members working together, oh, my favorite. I love it because of the stories that come out. But being a photo organizer and helping them get through it is kind of all of our, you know, special power, I guess. That's what that that's why we do this, to help them see progress. So uh I think that's it. I mean what this is like packed with great tips and uh we so appreciate your time, Linda. I mean you know, every photo organizer has a different perspective of those most important things that they do. But and so I love, you know, the things that you've shared and then it helps us remember why we do what we do. And it helps remind our listeners that we're here to help them, too. Well, and I'd also like to add if anybody I know Linda said she works pretty much sound like worldwide. Uh, but if you are in the Pacific <laughs> Northwest, Linda can be found at Uncluttered, Uncluttered for professional organizing and photo organizing. It's UncluttredNW.com. We'll have that on our show notes too, but just in case it's Uncluttered.com. I'm I'm sorry, UncluttredNW, which stands for Northwest.com. And uh, yeah, and Linda, we've just elevated your business to an international business. So um, <laughs> I like it. I like let it. Let us know where your next big travel point is to help someone with their photos. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> we are well. I'm going to Italy in May, so you know maybe I could just go pick up someone's photo collection while I'm there. Awesome. <laughs> you know what they say? Absolutely. It's when you say it out loud. It's when uh-huh. it happens. So I just did it for you. <laughs> you put. You just put that intention. You're in welcome. The and uh, you're going to, you know, then we'll we'll have to have another um, podcast with you to talk about your uh, client in Italy. So <laughs> that would be very fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank right. you so much for joining us and we appreciate it. And remember, go to um, the podcast tab and you will find our show notes and everything that you uh, that Linda shared and any links that are appropriate that we've talked about already. That's where we put them on the show notes. So thanks for joining us. 